Welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast. This is my <laughs> goddamn lawn, featuring my the lawn, open-minded musings of two early 40s curmudgeons who are staring down the prospect of death and eventual entertainment irrelevance. Which one will come first? I, <laughs> I am your co-host, Mr. William Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, and here is... I am your other co-host, Noah Tarno, of The Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show Spectacular. I can't believe it. It's like a thousand weeks in a row. Every single time I say it, this voice comes out of the ether. It's very reassuring. These, these computer magical technological marvels. Ah, excellent yeah. transition. Speaking of which. Great yes. segue. Yes. I can't see, say technological, but I can do the segues. So see, there this, you go. this is why I pay Noah a lot of money each week to do this podcast <laughs> is because he just fucking nails these segues. They're nails great. it. Can't say technology, but I know it. <laughs> so we're talking about WhatsApp. 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 I what? said, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, in case you don't know, trivia fact, What's Up by Four Non Blondes, by far the most overdone karaoke song. I karaoke three, four nights a week, and no exaggeration, it is more often I go out and hear someone do that song than I don't hear someone do that song. And it doesn't help that I didn't like that song to begin with. So, God damn you. My friends, four non-blondes, Diane Warren and the other non-blondes. If there is a hell, we are certainly living in it. Yes. So, uh, WhatsApp is the most popular instant messaging app for smartphones on the market. At the time I am speaking these words, that could change depending on what happens the next hour or so. The user base of WhatsApp. So it's a, it's an iPhone app called WhatsApp. That's what we're talking about. The user base is uh, far exceeded half a billion people worldwide. It is owned by Facebook, has been for a few years, which is evidence of its popularity uh, and worth on the market. So in order to use WhatsApp, it has a very low complement. What you'd say in, in today's world, right? You need a compatible smartphone or tablet with mm-hmm. a SIM does card. Not, does not have to be an iPhone, by the way. Smartphone, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you do need the SIM card. That's the important part is a cell phone account. You need that SIM yeah. card. An internet connection, uh, pretty much a phone number. This is what it's getting at is the actual phone number becomes your thing. That's your name, your, your specific thumbprint signifier. So the app uses your phone number as its username. Your account is married to the SIM. Uh, you can transfer contacts over to new devices. But it's a different philosophy because, again, it's treating the internet more like a phone that's hard to explain i mean i'm not even it's, sure it's i quite a, it's a voip voice over internet yeah. protocol well one of the th- yes one of the things that it has is voip um that's right. one of the is features that, do people say voip or do they say voip i don't know voip yeah I, as far as i i've never heard it um you never heard VoIP. you know okay. yeah i never heard of voip i do like that though that's like john yeah, voight's right. uh, bizarre world cousin i kind of exactly. into that so the thing is i i had heard this from a few different people and i, I i've had whatsapp on my phone i would say about four years ago never used it and got rid of it always had it in the back of my mind as a thing that exists that that has this crazy surge of popularity but i think the irony is and you know no i think you'll back me up on this we we kind of don't understand not at all yeah well we don't know who this is or who's using it or like there's no actual footprint for it for something yeah. so popular for something that has such a goddamn huge number there's like no evidence of its use in our lives now of course that doesn't mean something just because i don't see it you know i'm locked in my own bubble that's fine but that's why it bores some investigation into saying well, what is this thing so i'm sure this is going to be alien to anyone listening to this podcast too unless you're from hungary maybe uh. this is the only thing i could think of is I and mean, you're not you're definitely not from hungary you're not <laughs> <laughs> we're we're got well not hungry Romania we're huge in Romania we're but Hungary we're still yeah in, we're in still the, uh, yeah trans uh, area is we're, we're oh we my have god big fan base 
Well, we haven't penetrated Hungary yet, but uh, Romania, man, we're just we're like among the biggest media stars there are. <laughs> um, Bulgaria, we're we're kind of in the middle, yeah. Um, right. We do okay in Sofia, but outside in the hinterlands, yeah. not so much. Yeah, not, Falls not off, so drops off big yeah. time. This is redundant for us. This thing I put on my phone, and me and Noah played with it a few days ago. It's not social media. Which yeah, is what I kind of thought. I guess my first inclination was to think that this was another networking tool that had a communal yeah. setting of some sort. But some, somehow you can have post statuses, something. Yeah. I read that, but I don't know how. We didn't really do our homework on this one. <laughs> well, I, I, I just, like, I, you would have had to kind of build a network to use it. I just, I, I yeah, sort of feel like yeah. it's impractical to um, set up a thing. And, you know, because Noah was in his office in San Francisco, and there I'm at my desk, and we, we talked for a few minutes, and I, I pulled out my Gigi Allen bobblehead and put it on camera, and, you know, we, we talked about doing the episode, and it's like, okay, that worked out fine. It was, for all intents and purposes, completely redundant with Skype or yeah. FaceTime. So yeah, absolutely. I, that exists. By the way, yes, we have a Gigi Allen bobblehead. You know, yeah. it's come up and up on this show. Noah, Noah's very, very actually given it. Very it's very important. Uh, just for the continuity, for you, uh, for you, I don't get it heads out there. That's a new development. But <laughs> Yes, Gigi uh, Allen bobblehead is real. We got to do I don't get it, Gigi Allen. That'll be a fun <laughs> I think I've actually pitched that, yeah. So, uh, so this thing is, is redundant to us. That's the, yeah. the weird part is that there's no use for it because we on our smartphones, you know, we're either 80% iPhone and 20% Droid or 50-50. I don't know what the, what the breakdown is. But all, everything that uh, a WhatsApp can give you has been there from day one on iPhone, uh, smartphones, I should say. So you have chat software, you have text software, you have, I mean, the cameras came on pretty quickly. I guess it was, I don't know, iPhone 3, iPhone 4, whoever had the, the first uh, sort of chat cameras and the VLIP of FaceTime was pretty fast on, on there. And, and it was always interleaved with the desktop experience. So if you had a, a webcam on your laptop, it, it pretty much played the same in both places. But WhatsApp is a creature that just exists on your cell phone. It's an entity right. that is wholly handheld. Uh, uh, they have they have moved into the desktop space. Okay. Uh, it is now available on the desktop. I believe it certainly started and gained popularity as a mobile only entity. Yes, you can download it onto your uh, onto your desktop. Well, all right. So look, two things. First of all, I, I made two errors before. One, I said Four Non Blondes was Diane Warren. I meant Linda Perry. I'm sorry. That's, that was a mistake. I get them mixed Okay. Up. Thank you. Thank you. We're gonna Very hear, important. We're going to hear it for that. Uh, I meant Linda Perry. Sorry, Linda. Two, she's a big, I don't get it head. Two, yeah. I said before, like, we totally don't get it, what this is for. But I think, and we talked about this before, we, uh, there, I, I have one explanation for why WhatsApp is so big, even though it seems completely redundant to us. And you kind of danced around it with the Hungary thing. But WhatsApp is hugely popular outside the United States. Yep, and, that's and it. not so much in the United States. Apparently it is, and, and I'm not kidding now, not like us being big in Romania. It is le legitimately very big in India. I mean, China's got its own stuff, so I don't know. But a lot of the third world countries, I think in Africa, it's pretty big. And I think my interpretation is WhatsApp became big because it had very good timing. Well, what do we think of it? I mean, what do we think of it? We think, uh, you know, we think, what do you think of instant messaging? It's great. It's easy. It's fun. Done. Uh, so why is it fun? <laughs>
Yeah, why uh, is it popular? Excellent question. The timing was just as mobile phones were becoming universal around the world in third world countries. They kind of skipped that moment where everyone had a computer on their desk or a computer at work. They skipped that more in third world countries than they did in the United States or in Eastern or in Western Europe or whatever. So just as this was happening, Skype wasn't available on phones yet. Messenger applications were not available or expensive or people didn't have Wi-Fi. And WhatsApp made it very easy to messenger people or voice chat with uh, voice chat with people or video chat with people right when people were adopting the technology of the of the computer in their pocket. So, yep. and then once they started using WhatsApp, that's what they were used to, and that's what they kept using. And even if something like Skype or FaceTime might be better for some reason, I don't really see how these things are better. Uh, it seems to me WhatsApp has done the due diligence of adjusting to. Oh, now you could send pictures, and and now you could do this, and now you could do that. Yeah, I use WhatsApp. I mean, that's what people do. They use what they're used to. I prefer WhatsApp. Why? Because I've used it for five years now. Because all my friends use it. Uh, WhatsApp also has an advantage over Skype, at least, where you don't need a username. It's all on your phone number. I mean, they've just bypassed the phone companies by using the internet. I, I don't know how this shit's legal, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know technology, and I don't know the law, so whatever. This is what turned me around. Yeah, and doing the research and, and seeing the point that you just mentioned, this is what I thought was really interesting because it, this this winds up being less like Lana Del Rey for us and more like an episode, an issue of Wired. There's something weird going on here technologically that I wasn't aware of. So there's like a mixture of sociology, a mixture of economics, and a mixture of technology going on here, which is really kind of fascinating. So yeah, there's the idea that people had this at the right time. You know, when I scratched the surface, there was something that was uh, more logical. And it had to do with the fact that over in Europe, they have and have had, and not just Europe, and that's the thing, this is like the third world as well, what we would consider the third world. And I don't say that derogatorily, I say that in terms of the countries that you would associate as such. In terms of someone who grew up in the 1980s when that was a more valid term. Right, exactly. There are onerous fees associated with a lot of what we take for granted with American Telecom. You know, the fact that like a long distance phone call doesn't exist anymore that's not really a thing i remember you know the days of collect calls i remember the days of like rocking quarters into a into a pay phone if i was gotta you gotta make the long distance call at 11 at night when it gets cheaper remember that the phone cards which people still use you know people still use an abundance in new york to call down to to central and 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 south america we have ignored that we've ignored the voice part of the phone but you know until recently that was the business end of a telephone it existed for calls and you know to a certain degree it doesn't anymore. But with that, the idea of like text messaging, which to me, the I only sent my first text message, I want to say in like 2005, 2006. Now we have unlimited texting and we've had unlimited texting for a while. We don't think about it. That's not, that's not even part of your plan. I mean, not even part of my plan, I should say, because I haven't considered the cost so much in a financial bubble ever. That's not really been a part of it. But when you're overseas, man, if you're in a country, yeah. if you are in Romania, if you are in Egypt, and man, when I was in Egypt, you know, I didn't even think about this, but people don't have computers. They don't have desktops. No. They don't have laptops. Nope. They have phones. They have cracked iPhones, cracked uh, uh, Droid phones, that sort of thing. And so they all they have is a SIM card with their phone number on it. That's the thing. And it's like once I went to Egypt and, and I was talking to tour guides and people like that, they kept on saying, are you on WhatsApp? And I was scratching my head saying, why would I have been on WhatsApp? And yeah, that's my own bubble. That's my own isolation. It's like to think, oh, no, you logically, if you're in Cairo, this is how you're going to talk because chances are you don't have a computer. A computer is yep. a luck. It's a luxury, but it's also yeah. an, unne- an unnecessary accessory. It obviated the cost, the onerous cost yeah. of doing telecommunications business. I. There are some places up until I would say the early two th- or the early 2010s where it cost up to a dollar for a 
text. Like that that's <laughs> onerous. And so the yeah. voice over IP thing was able to kill that. All of a sudden it's like you yeah. bypass a dollar a text, then you're you know, you need that. It's actually a matter of financial survival. It's really amazing how quickly and thoroughly the idea of a mobile phone and mobile communication is like taken over the world. Thinking back to when we were kids like, how did we live with, I am only reachable when I'm home? I didn't have an iPhone till 09. I got a mobile phone in 99, I remember. And I, I would spend whole days where I would just leave it at home. It's so different. I remember reading an article maybe five years ago. Michelle Obama, she was first lady at the time. She visited a, a homeless shelter. There were photos of her there. And there was a picture of a guy at the shelter who looked a little disheveled, you know, taking a photo of her with his phone. And some right-winger said, oh my God, these people can't be needy. They have cell phones. And the response was two things. Like, first of all, how do you know this guy's homeless? I mean, he doesn't look that disheveled. He could be a volunteer. He could work there. And two, like, you know, you keep talking about homeless people need to get jobs. It's 2009. How do you expect someone to get a job without a cell phone? I mean, I think it yeah. speaks more to just how whoever this right-winger was, he was probably 65 years old and he still lived in a universe where, you know, you, you cranked your car to get it going in the morning. But... <laughs> You know, this idea that like, oh, Obama phones and giving poor people phones. I mean, even putting aside that that was a George W. Bush plan. Never mm -hmm. mind. You cannot get a job. You cannot live your life unless you have a phone in your pocket. People in India and Egypt and wherever have kind of, they show it almost in a, a purer way mm -hmm. because they don't have the infrastructure we benefit from here. Yep. And they have to like hack the whole system, which is why phone cards have become popular, which is something like WhatsApp becomes popular. And by the way, I want to I wanna shatter a, a disillusion some people might have about WhatsApp because I mentioned it to someone we were going to do this and I said, oh, it's way more popular there. And they're like, oh yeah, wasn't it created in Europe? And I'm like, no, it was created in Mountain View, California. This is the way the world works. So something like WhatsApp that had the right timing and gets at the heart of what people need when they need it. There's a humanitarian quotient because, yeah, maybe. you know, like governments are cracking down on WhatsApp because people are using it as a tool of uh, fomenting resistance. This is an organizational tool that allows people to um, say, hey, we're going to get together here. You know, Iran has, has cracked down on it. China's cracked down on trying to, like, get in the way and pollute its message so people can't get together and foment um a sort of civic yeah. resistance. I'm not saying it has laudable goals in mind, but it has been co-opted for um, for resistance, and I could appreciate that. I get down with that for sure. Noah Tarno, would you mm -hmm. have liked this as a kid? I'm going to say no. Uh, I would definitely message and send photos and all that, but I'd probably just use FaceTime or iPhone Messenger because I was a bandwagon kid. So yeah, if I had lived in Germany, I would use this, or Egypt or wherever. But assuming I still lived in the United States, or Canada, which I lived in for some of my childhood, uh, I would use what everyone else is using. So um, I would have no opinion on this and probably never use it. What about you? Well, no, there's no way I would use this. I mean, and, and again, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's, it's not me saying I'm, I'm giving it a thumbs down. It's just redundant. Plus, it's not available as a sort of like day one package uh, on the smartphone. It was something you had to seek out and ask other, pe other, ask other people to use as well, I think. If they're not doing that, if the crowd gestalt is not getting down with it, then it's useless. It doesn't matter. It doesn't serve a purpose. It's no reflection on the usefulness of it. It's no reflection on the utility, the design, the uh, anything like that. It just has to do with the fact that if I got my cell phone, I'm pretty much playing with what they give me on day one. And that's it. 
And so, no, I don't think there's any reason I would have been into this. Put me in Chad, you know, put me in Dakar, Senegal. Maybe I have to assume then, yes, that's exactly what I'd be using. Again, to you would that, stand out a lot in Chad, my friend. Maybe I would. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm not as pink as you think I am. But now, <laughs> when I was Depend, in Egypt. Depends what pocket square you're wearing that day. Yeah, when I <laughs> when I was in Egypt, I, I really was surprised to see how, how much market penetration it had. That, it, right. you know, there's no such thing as, it's not that there isn't such a thing as as FaceTime or, or Skype. It's just that, again, it's almost like you learn the metric system as opposed to Imperial. Right, totally. They both do the same thing, but it's essentially the one you wind up using. Gets you to the same place in two different directions, so. It's the one everyone around you is using. I mean, that's, yeah. it's the bandwagon effect. And by the way, if we haven't spelled this out, one of the things about Skype, uh, the difference with this and Skype is that um, Skype was not available, it was only desktop when WhatsApp yeah. emerged. Yes. So now you could do it on your phone. Again, that's timing. And if Skype had been had that availability at the right time, we might be talking about Skype now and WhatsApp would be dead uh, or something else entirely. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of apps especially with mobile computing, things get trapped in the box of what they were on, you know, origin date. And it's like you may have all these added functionality uh, put in later, but you don't necessarily change the perception of something if you just right. have one idea of it in your head. I woke up this morning and I got out of bed. is the dominance of WhatsApp. And and similar question, the fact that WhatsApp is huge in other countries but underused in the United States, is that a sign of the apocalypse? No, I can't say that. Although, I'll digress for a minute and say, I kept thinking, speaking of signs of the apocalypse, and things that are enormous in Europe, WhatsApp is quite literally the Hasselhoff of mobile apps, is it not? <laughs> the Jerry Lewis of mobile apps. It's something so big and so overwhelmingly the popular. The aha of mobile apps. Something <laughs> that Eurovision Americans, Song Contest. Right. Something Americans have barely heard of, but we like the world stops for them we in other countries. Don't even yeah. know right what have no idea what it is. It's the Vegemite right. of, of Well well no no no. I see here's the thing, I take it back. Not Vegemite, not Eurovision Song Contest, not aha, but yes, Hasselhoff and Jerry Lewis. The idea is they were started in America. But yeah. they're bigger in other countries. That's yes. the, that's the rub. Right, something that diminished and kind of like blossomed elsewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think it's I don't think it's a sign of any apocalypse at all. I mean, I was really like digging the idea that this is a tool of resistance. Uh, I mean, I suppose this is where the future lay right now. The world going down the shitter in so many places, and you know, you have autocrat <laughs> ruler in, in a lot of Eastern Europe, and especially a place like Egypt, place like Philippines. If we give people more SIM cards, I mean, you could say that, you know, what they were doing in Korea for years was like catapulting cell phones over the uh, DMZ totally. into North Korea, and, and hoping that people would go close enough to the border where they would have cell phone tower signals from the south to actually be able to use the phones. And that has been one of those PSYOPs campaigns that people were doing in Korea for a long time. You know, Korea makes all this, this Samsung, right? One of the companies is, is, is Korean. So that's Samsung. Like yeah, this is enhanced communication. And, and if you're easing the way for people to surreptitiously commune with one another, especially if it's for the purpose of democracy or, or sort of, you know, the expansion of human rights, I don't see anything other than, you know, big thumbs up for that kind of thing. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I agree in principle, but I, I'm a believer that technology advances that can encourage freedom are almost always double-edged swords. 
Yeah. Because okay. once sure. yeah. once the people in power master it, and, and often or maybe usually they master it after the rabble masters it, once they catch on, they can exert their power and use it as a force for evil. I think we're seeing that in many ways of the internet in general and certainly with Twitter. You know, during the Arab Spring, there was this widespread belief that Twitter, you know, fosters freedom and and I was sympathetic to that. Then you see, you know, what's happened in this country and what's happened in Russia is, you know, once the more nefarious forces master these forms of technology, they can use it to push their own agenda, which often is negative. I don't think this is a sign of the apocalypse. I think communication is good. I think plugging in people who don't have the same financial and technological advance, uh, advantages is Western democracies, plugging them into a world where they can communicate with each other is almost inevitably good. I just fear that, you know, someone's going to hack WhatsApp to destroy the world. I don't know. And when I say someone, I don't mean, you know, the nerd in his basement. I mean the dictator of, you know. The troll farms in Macedonia. I the mean, troll farms in Macedonia. That's right? more the point. Yeah, that. I know exactly yeah, what yeah. you mean. And yeah. you're, not so, wrong, you're so, not wrong about that. So I think we saw that clearly with Twitter. Like, hey, Twitter's freedom. But then, you know, Twitter gave us the orange goblin. So no, this is not a sign of the apocalypse. I mean, I guess if I worked for Verizon or some phone company, I would say it is because I can't imagine they're happy about this shit. So I'm WhatsApp. Is your, well, let's not say hatred, but any misgivings or hesitations or or qualms or whatever you might have regarding WhatsApp, is any of that rooted in sheer burning with the fire of 10,000 suns jealousy? I'm jealous of the people, this is completely irrational, but I'm, I'm a little jealous of the people who get to use it. It's almost like I'm thinking that the grass is greener in the Why, places. But you could use it. Why can't you use I it? I could, but it's like, well, who would I talk to? There's no one. I'd have to actually individually ask everybody I regularly communicate with to get on it. And we're just <laughs> we're just duplicating and making redundant. But I'm thinking about all the, all the awesome places I've been to in the last decade that probably use WhatsApp. The Scandinavians of the world, the the Middle East, uh, France, the UK, where, where WhatsApp has taken hold. And I'm thinking about all the great people I've met there and all the good times I've had. And it's like, ah, oh, they're, you know, let's use the metric system because they're using it there. Let's use WhatsApp because that's what's going on over in all those beautiful places. Also, I was going to say, my, one of my notes here was this is a trade off, right, between us and other civilized nations. Part of it is the jealousy thing is that, you know, they get socialized medicine, we get unlimited texts. <laughs> so, you know, but, and it's like part of. <laughs> Part of the thing is like WhatsApp was was the. Uh, you'd rather have it the other way around, huh? I probably would. I, I think I would too. I think I would. Too. Yeah. So it's like you know, you this is a great workaround for the cost of of the kind of texting and stuff. The sign that you needed is that you're in a place that's probably a little more under control than we are right now, with the exceptions of Poland and Philippines and Hungary. So what we need to do is come up with the opposite. We need to come up with a WhatsApp for healthcare. Or maybe I'm thinking like the, the Uber or Lyft for healthcare. That's what we need. You know, fuck the professionals. You know, make extra money on the side by doing appendectomies on your neighbors, right? <laughs> and we just communicate via an app. Could be much worse than what we got. I see your point. That's very interesting. And way to go showing off, listing all the fabulous vacations you've gone on in the last 10 years. I know. Hey, I've been to a Lucky few places. Guy. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you have. Hey, you, you know, I, I like to think we've both been to a few decent places. Now that I'm an independent adult... I'm a workaholic, so I don't make time to travel. Yeah. But damn it. I'm going to Australia. I don't know when, but I'm going. I like it. I'll I don't get it, Australia. We got to do I'll hold you that. to it. We'll go together. We'll do the world tour. Queensland. Let's do it. 
Let's do Uluru. It. What is it? Ayers Rock. We're going to do an episode. Uh, don't call it Ayers Rock. That's offensive. We're going to Victoria. Oh, it's, it is It is offensive? I don't know if it's offensive, but, you know, that's what the white guy called it. Oh, you're right. And so yeah, Uluru yeah. is the, the aborigine name. Good. Okay. You know, the time right. has come, Bill, to say <laughs> fair's fair, to pay our rent, to pay our share. <laughs> but, yeah, apparently Uluru is is the Denali versus Mount McKinley yes. of Ayers Rock. Yeah, so no, that, that, I did know, and Ayers Rock is just, yeah, that's, that's my, my being yeah. stuck in the past. Exactly. Ayers was a fucking dickhead, apparently. That's what I heard. So is Cecil Rhodes. You know, we'll, we'll get yes, into that too. Rhodesia, yes. You yes, got it, course. man. Yeah. All right. I think that closes us out. We've uh, yes. mani- we've managed to penetrate the uh, the fog of uh, the fog of mystery and get into something that sounds a little positive by the end of our discussion. Do we want to preview a little, like some upcoming topics, just in case? Yeah, sure, sure. We, I'd say we've, we have a, we've decided on two more, right? We've, yes, we've we do. So we're going to hit the iron while it's hot, and at the, yes. at the behest of uh, one Nicholas Nadell, who put the idea in my head. Uh, I think that uh, we're going to cover Savion Glover, right? (laughs) (laughs) They're not related, are they? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, Savion. (laughs) What's up with this uh, Broadway show that all the black people are going to? Bring in Dan um, Noise. Bring in Dan no, Funk. No, we're not doing Savion Glover, star of... Uh, he must still have a career, right? Yeah, it's not like that. that guy's old news. Anyway, no, we're doing Donald Glover, uh, of course, uh, star of Atlanta, both actor and musical uh, success story as Childish Gambino. Of course, recently had the This Is America video, which I have a lot to say about. Um, so we're talking about him. And then beyond that, at the suggestion of a young lady I met at a wedding last week, young uh, Ainsley Rushing, 12 years old, of Santa Fe, New Mexico. We are going to be looking at the Percy Jackson books by Rick Reardon, a sort of mythological Greek spin on the Harry Potter tropes, but a huge hit uh, for a long time now, but still selling well. So we'll be looking at that soon as well. How about that, everybody? Yeah. So so uh, please review us on iTunes and any place else. And if you review us, we are more likely to listen to you if you suggest topics. Yeah, you, you will not seem as crazy or insane on first blush yes. if you actually yes. give us a review. It's leverage over us, which is fine. Yeah. We're, not, we're not above that kind of play game here. We are not above conspicuous praise. So tweet to us at Show. write on email. You're not going to write on email, whatever. Visit us at idontgetit.com. <laughs> I am at William Scurry on Twitter. That's where most of the business takes place. That is Command Central. And I'm AM Caesar on YouTube. Noah Tarno. At Noah Tarno, N-O-A-H-T-A-R-N-O-W, but more importantly, at Big Quiz Thing, the Big Quiz Thing, BigQuizThing.com, uh, corporate and private quiz events nationwide uh, and beyond. Hey, we're big in uh, Romania. Romania, but which should I? Oh, Romania, right. We're yeah, Romania. In Bulgaria, right. Um, and uh, let me add that uh, if you want a little Big Quiz Thing fun without hiring us for an event, uh, you can sign up for our mailing list every Monday. We send uh, trivia fresh to your inbox. And of course, intermittently, we have trivia on Twitter and Instagram at Big Quiz. It's great. Yeah, you guys should totally do that. I'm on that list. Totally do that. Totally. totally do it. So, well, this explains, Noah, why all my Yo Girl, You Up, What's Apps went unanswered for years and years and years because no yeah. one was listening on the other no side. No one was listening. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. So, into the void. Into the void. Until next week, we don't get it. What's up with you? Production of American Caesar Enterprises 2018.